Now then, welcome to the Social Media Podcast. It is Sunday. Hopefully you're having a good weekend. Uh, I'm Simon Scholes, founder and creative director of Perception Studios, the award-winning visual marketing agency. And we help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out on social media, be it video, animation, aerial photography, graphics, all sorts of different types of stuff. Um, we take them all the way through the whole creative process. However, a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not all small businesses had a budget set aside for having content created on a regular basis for their social media. But as we all know, consistency is key to having an audience grow on your social media platforms. So I wanted to try and help as many people as possible understand what they could do themselves for free. What could you do yourself that won't cost you a penny, but will cost you time? Turned it into a book. It went to number one on Amazon, How to Nine Times Your Social Media. You can download it for free right now on the link in the description box below. Um, but what I want to do is just try and help as many people get creating content. I've been doing live videos about this. I do daily content about it. The podcast goes out all the time. I've got stuff on Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, everywhere. Just trying to get you on that content creation journey. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints, and great content ideas. Good morning. How on earth are you diddling? Excellent. Me too. Thank you very much for asking. Thank you for joining me this morning for another episode of Dazed and Confused. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios, and we help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out on their social media, be it video, animation, area work, video graphics, all sorts of different types of stuff. Um, but a few years ago, it became obvious to me that not every brand and business had endless marketing budgets, so I wanted to try and help. I wanted to try and give back. Uh, what can I do to do that? I created a process called How to Nine Times Your Social Media, which is a process smaller brands, smaller businesses, and even bigger brands can use to create organic, free content themselves rather than paying an agency to do everything for them all the time. So that's what these broadcasts are all about. I'm here to try and help you as best as I can answering your social media and video questions and talking about different bits and pieces uh, from the book and just stuff that kind of pops up as well. For example, today is World Emoji Day. Did you know that? If you didn't know that, you do now. World Emoji Day. Um, so we're going to have a chat about emojis and whether they're any good for your brand and for your business. Um, good morning to you. If you've just joined us, by the way, if you're on Twitter, YouTube, any of the Facebook groups, and also on Instagram Live as well, who've just joined us. Um, whoever joins us, I will say hello to you. Let's get that a little bit straighter there. That's better for the guys on Instagram. Hello to Anxiety to Confidence who've just joined us. And so, yeah, going to be answering your questions. Got a few that have come through and um, some that I've answered in the past, but hopefully uh, the people who want to know will be watching today and get their answers. And um, yeah, if you've got any questions you'd like to ask, stick them into the comments section on the platform you're watching on. I'll do my best to answer as many of them as I possibly can. Uh, good morning to Ed McIntyre as well, who's just joined us on Facebook. Okay, and Ed is going to be joining us next week as well on a live broadcast. We're going to be having a chat with him. He's just finished um, graduating, well, just finished his degree university. Uh, so going to be chatting about some bits and pieces that he's got going forward as well. So that's going to be interesting. Um, anyway, World Emoji Day. Um, yeah, this is an interesting one. How many of you actually use emojis is the million-dollar question. Because emojis are brilliant. They're a fantastic tool. Um, they really help brands and businesses kind of 
do all sorts of things, to be honest. I mean, they can be used in advertising campaigns. Uh, they can just be used in normal texts to each other. Uh, they can be used in your know, normal postings on things like Twitter, or on Facebook, on LinkedIn. The reason why I believe they're so great is that emojis are an excellent way of, number one, breaking down the language barriers. Sometimes people will be consuming your content, but when they look at what you've put down as an emoji, they'll understand what it is you actually mean. We'll come to that a little bit more in a second. But also, they help portray body language and what you're trying to really say. Because sometimes when you're reading text, you can read it in your own voice rather than the voice of the person who's written it. And sometimes you might put emphasis in the wrong places and end up getting really pissed off by what they've had to say rather than actually appreciating the angle that they're coming at with what they've got to say on the text, but all because you've read it the wrong way. So an emoji is a great way of actually breaking down that potential problem. I'm just going to close my window. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on out there. Sounds like somebody's having a party. Um, so, yeah, a, an emoji is a great way of breaking down the potential problem um, and because you can show different types of emotion, you can show different types of feelings, different types of body language, all sorts of things. So, uh, for me, I believe they're a really great tool for every brand and business. The only downside to them is when you make a right royal cock-up with them and don't use them properly or don't use them in the proper way or understand what it is that you're showing. Um, I mean, a, a great example, if you've made a mistake as well, is the drinks campaign. I won't mention the drink particularly, um, but the, the, the girl, it's Tango, uh, she sends a text message, accidentally sends it to her dad, and she's um, she's saying, fancy some, and then it's an aubergine. Now, we all, hopefully, we're all adults and know what the, uh, the aubergine uh, emoji actually means. Um, well, she sent it to the wrong person, so she has to cover her tracks. And there's a lot of brands that have done this as well in the past. They've, they've used emojis, and emojis can be such a powerful way of marketing your brand and doing different things if you do it right. There are times where brands will get it completely wrong. So I'm just going to um, show show some examples of, of those. And um, this, is, this is one here. Hopefully you can see that. This is um, a brand called Tampico. And uh, Tampico is a, a drinks brand. Um, and as you can see across the uh, the top, it's gallons of, and then what? Not really sure what they're trying to say. Normally you would put a chain of emojis so that they end up actually meaning something, probably a sentence or something like that. There is no real in indication as to what on earth that means. There's a lot of love there, some green love, so maybe they mean vegetable love. I, I don't know, really don't. I've, I've looked at this over and over again and still have no idea what they were trying to say. And so that's one example of just getting it so wrong. You can get it so right, but you can also get it so wrong as well. Uh, here's an, another example. This one was from Diesel. Um, Diesel had an ad campaign go out. Um, and so, yes, it's great to copy an emoji. In, a, in an image, brilliant. But why has he got his shoes on his hands? <laughs> because obviously that's where we wear our shoes, isn't it? On our hands. And what were they trying to say? This is a real advert they put out. Um, and yeah, I get, I kind of get it. But yeah, it's great to copy the emoji. But in what in what real life situation would you ever put a great big pair of red shoes on your, your hands? 
Yeah. So when it comes to using emojis for your brand, for your business, you've really got to get it right. You've got to understand what it is you're trying to say and then look at it as an outsider and just go, okay, maybe maybe we're going to look a bit stupid doing this or maybe actually it might be obvious to us what it means, but if I'm going to put a big chain of emojis together, which are generally meant to make a sentence, maybe I should put it in front of some people first and see if they know what it is I'm trying to say. Because if they don't, probably the rest of the audience that we're putting this stuff out to will have not got a clue either. Um, and so, yeah, you've got to be so careful with the emojis you, you use. But they are such a great, powerful tool. They will um, help with engagement as well. People will stop in their tracks because they see an emoji. It's not as good as a general visual for your content but if you don't have a visual for your content or a video they could just help maybe show your piece of content a little bit more interesting than just a bunch of text so um, don't shy away from using them just be really careful how you use them because they, they, can, they can be a great tool um, and especially on National Emoji Day, it would be great to uh, create content around emojis and, and all that kind of stuff but just be aware that using the wrong ones can either cause problems or just make you seem like you're really not in touch with anybody at all. Um, so, yeah. But just remember, everybody uses them um, on LinkedIn. You can still see the poop emoji popping up now and again and, and stuff. So yeah, don't get don't get so uptight about using them. They're, they're there for a bit of fun, but they can have a, a great use as well. Um, and if you're going to use them in advertising campaigns, probably go to a creative agency who knows what the hell they're doing rather than shit. I just, I, yeah, some of the other ones I've seen this morning when I've been doing research on this have been unbelievable. There's been some real, just like what, what on earth were you thinking um, moments in my mind. And if you, uh, if you want a hand understanding what certain emojis might generally mean, uh, there's emoji dictionaries online. You could even make your own. There's um, an app called Moji Maker as well. So you can actually make one specifically for the content that you're about to put out. So if it's maybe actually a brand-based piece of content and you want it to use it for advertising and you want an emoji connected to it, then you could actually make your own emoji and then put that emoji out. And then, yeah, people could maybe even copy and paste it and use it, use it themselves. And yeah, it could get quite interesting if you get it right. If you get it wrong, yeah, yeah, it's not good. Anyway, if you've got any questions at all um, about emojis or about social media or about video, please drop them into the comments right now on whatever platform you're watching on. We'll do our best to uh, answer them. Ed is asking, what does the peach mean? It means a peach or a peachy behind because, yeah, it can mean a, a peachy bum or a peach as in the fruit. So you could say, I've been munching on this beautiful peach um, and it could mean two things so just be really careful about um just be careful how you how you mess that up um and good morning to uh miles as well who's um joined us on facebook thank you very much for joining us um and i know you were red but i spot i'd still answer it anyway um so right shall we uh, get to some of the questions that have come in so far and like i say if you've got any chuck them into the comments and i'll do my best to answer them uh, during this live and if it's not this live it'll be tomorrow's instead and um, no it won't it'll be mondays i don't do them seven days a week anymore um right on twitter i saw this question 
Um, would la- love to ask a few questions. Um, I want to get started doing my own podcast, and uh, my goal is starting a brand that helps other independent artists and small businesses. Um, how do you suggest I go about it? Okay, right. How are you going to help these brands and independent artists and small businesses and stuff? Um, are you going to help them with social media? You've not really given me a lot. Um, I'm I'm going to go down the business coaching route here and see if that's what you were meaning. Um, so if you are a business coach and you're going to give that advice, obviously you're going to be giving value and everything else like that. Number one, I would just start your own podcast. Number two, I would give value by teaching them the steps of the process that you use to work with your clients. That's not to say it's going to be perfect for them. The same way as my content is very generic, this is what you should be doing. If somebody then wants a little bit more of an insight into their business, we can then break that down more on a one-to-one basis. So you could do the same thing essentially as a business coach and actually give them advice, maybe a step process. Um, I'm going to use a, a, a big group who um, exist. That I'm not my, my favorite people in the world, but they have a, a plan in place called Action Coach, and they have different levels to what they teach. And there's like financial mastery and marketing mastery and strategy and all sorts of different type, types of things. And they teach those that process. So maybe you could teach your, the elements of your process without going too deep, obviously, for any particular type of business. And then hopefully that would draw them in to you. But also as a podcast, you could have interviews with other local businesses, people who you've worked with, clients, all that kind of stuff. Um, but number one, I would just say, just get started. If you've got a mobile phone, you've got a microphone already. So you've got the ability then to just stick your hand underneath. You do a, sounds like a, a studio quality uh, broadcast and you can record um, yourself giving away your hints and tips and value. And then I would start publishing it, publish your podcast on platforms like SoundCloud, um, that, which can then distribute out to a bunch of other platforms. That's just the one I recommend because it's the one I use. Um, but in the past, I have used Anchor. Wasn't a big fan of it, but Anchor can do it all for you. There's there's loads out there. But um, yeah, if you just want to start doing a podcast, I would just recommend just start doing a podcast. Um, and I, to be honest, I think every business has the ability to do a podcast. Um, and if they've got any sense whatsoever, they'll film it, take the audio off, use that as a podcast and use the footage as video, which they can edit into short form content to use on their social media platforms. But that's just for me to say, you might not want to do that. I don't know. But yeah, that's what I would recommend to to most people. Okay, let's have a quick peek, see if anybody else has asked any questions at the moment. Nothing on the normal channels and not right now on Instagram Live either. But um, hello to uh, Commonman, to Lakesman, who's uh, just joined us as well, making some great content um, as well um, on YouTube. Go and check him out. Right. Um, what would be considered a legitimate reason from your perspective to not have social media accounts if you don't have a brand or a business? If you have any way of a brand or a business, you've got to be online. It doesn't mean you personally have to be online. And I've discussed this till I'm blue in the face in the past with different businesses who the person who runs the business, absolutely adamant. I hate Facebook. I am not going on Facebook. I hate Instagram. I am not going on Instagram. 
you don't have to. Facebook's slightly different. You have to have a personal profile connected to your business profile, but you can hide your personal profile completely. You can make it so private, nobody will ever find you, but you can still have a business profile connected to that then, which then allows you to have a presence as a business on Facebook. Every other channel, you can make a specific channel for your business. Instagram, YouTube, um, Twitter, LinkedIn, you can do it all. And to be honest, on LinkedIn, you would be daft not to have a personal profile anyway, because people are more likely to connect with you than as a business anyway. So yeah, I just, unless, if you don't have to have a brand or a business, if you're not trying to build a brand or a business, um, then you don't have to have social media. It's a great way of staying in touch with people, don't get me wrong, but you don't have to have it. Depends what you're classing as social media as well. Obviously, WhatsApp is classed as a social media app. So are you classing that as social media? Because it's a way of communicating with your friends. If you're not, then fine. Um, but yeah, you don't have to have social media if you don't want to have it, if you're not building a brand or a business. If you're building a brand or a business, you would be foolish not to have a social media presence. It, yeah, I can't put it in any other way other than swearing, um, and I'm not going to do that. Um, so 100%, you've got to have a social media presence. If you're building a brand or a business, it's got to be there. You might hate it till you're blue in the face. You might absolutely despise social media and what it stands for. I don't care, and neither does your business, and neither does social media. So you're going to have to have those platforms for your business and put content out. Get over yourself. Okay, um, hopefully that answers your question. Um, okay, Helen has um, asked this question, and this is one I've answered a few times, so hopefully I'm not going to bore too many people. Uh, how do you do the subtitles on your TikTok and YouTube videos? Okay, there's two ways. The TikTok videos I do, I do them on my phone, and I have an app on my phone called Clipomatic, um, and it's an iPhone app. I don't think it's available on Android, but there are other versions of it available on Android. Just look for video captioning software. Um, basically, it costs me $4.99, and I can do multiple different types of captions on my video, and most importantly, I can edit them before they go live, so they're absolutely spot on right, usually. Sometimes I make a mistake, but usually they're absolutely spot on right, and then I can post that content. That's the app I use for TikTok because it will only allow me to film up to 60 seconds. What I use for my videos, if I'm going to put captions onto the videos, and it's normally only the short form content and really short form content as well at the moment, sticking to a budget, is I use a website called rev.com. There's a link to it in the description box below. Anybody can go and click on that. They'll save themselves some money. Um, it is an affiliate code, but it will help me out and you'll save some cash as well. <clears throat> so if you don't already have a rev.com account, Helen, they're the ones I use. There are other captioning softwares out there. However, I feel they're one of the better ones. Um, what they will do is they'll ask you to upload a copy of your file or give them a URL link as to where your file is absolutely actually saved. Then they will sit down and watch that and give you a caption file that is about 99% right for $1.25 a minute. So if your video's 10 minutes long, you do the math. Fairly simple, $12.50. So if you're in the UK, about £10 to get those captions done. That's going to save you a lot of time because you can drag that caption file into your editing software and then render the video down with the captions. Or you can upload the 
the actual caption file to Facebook and also to YouTube as well. You can even upload it to LinkedIn, but you have to upload it to LinkedIn at the same time as you are uploading the content. You cannot go in and edit the video content once it is live on LinkedIn. Unlike Facebook or YouTube, where you can go and add the SRT file afterwards, you cannot do that on LinkedIn. So you either render it into the video generally and just don't put the video live until you've got the captions all sorted, or you don't put them onto LinkedIn if you want to go live on LinkedIn straight away, or you wait until you've got the file and put them onto the LinkedIn videos. But they're, they're really, really great. Like I said, $1.25 a minute. They do have a cheaper version, which will give you an AI produced version and they're 25 cents a minute now like i said because it's ai it's only about 80 percent right it works a little bit like clipomatic it's listening to your voice so if you roll any words or anything like that it will potentially see mistakes and publish those mistakes into the srt file at which point then you need to have the skill set to dive into the srt file and edit them so that they're absolutely correct so if you don't have that skill set definitely go for the more expensive version or pay for somebody to do it for you. But hopefully that's helped. So Clipomatic for my TikTok content and then Rev.com, which is linked down below for my YouTube, Facebook, LinkedIn content when I put captions on it. Hopefully that's helped. Um, right, okay. Uh, let's have a look here. Uh, what's the best lighting for mobile phone videos? Okay, the best lighting for mobile phone videos is this thing here. A window. Just put the window facing you. So the camera is from front of you, then you're sat facing the window. The window will light you beautifully. If it's a nice day, you'll look great and it will be fantastic lighting. That's the best lighting you could get. And in my opinion, it's free. So why would you not use it? However, if you want to do different things, maybe cause some shadowing or make something more dramatic or, or, or maybe it's a crappy day and you can't light it from the window because it's pouring it down with rain and the light coming through is just not enough. Um, there are different lights you can buy. Um, I use a ring light. I'm going to just pull the camera back over to slightly so I can show this. Um, and I'm going to turn it down as well so that I don't blind everybody. So this is the ring light I use. And I don't know if the guys, if I do that. There we go. This is the ring light I use, um, and you can see that on Instagram and on the normal uh, broadcast as well. Now, normally this would be sat in front of me, facing me. I just don't have the space to do that. So what I've done is I put it down by the side of my computer, and um, my walls are white, so I bounce the light off the walls, and lo and behold, there we go. I'm uh, lit back up again. And so that's one of the lights I use. And um, you will see a lot of people using ring lights for their um, for their content on things like TikTok and other things. You've got to be careful how you use it because obviously it is a big round circle light, so it can actually cause a, a like a round circle glare on glasses or on heads and all sorts of things. So you've got to be careful how you're using it. Normally, maybe use a bit of a diffuser because I'm trying to light this room a little bit better. I've not got the diffuser on, but I do have a diffuser for it. Um, and then you can get what's called soft boxes, um, which stand on tripods. Um, and again, they're just like great big boxes with lights inside them, put diffusers on the front so they're less strong a light. And then you can use those as down lighters or up lighters, or you can take a look at a three-point lighting system, which is a video I did quite some time ago. But go and check that out. And um, if you're interested in any form of lighting at all, 
big ring lights, small ring lights, some of the other lights that I've used personally, go and have a look in the section below. I've got some uh, links down there that of some of the stuff I've used. Or you can go to the Perception Studios website and um, there'll be a shop on there after this broadcast um, where you can get hold of some of the different lights that I've used on different shoots and things like that. Some of them are way more expensive than you probably want to spend, but some of them are well more affordable, like that ring light, I think it was £55. Um, comes with a little carry case, a bunch of uh, diffusers on it, and um, yeah, it's ready to use straight away. You do need to buy a tripod to work with it, maybe a light stand um, rather than a normal tripod because a tripod's maybe not the best um, thing in the world for it because it's not got a big enough um, screw. <laughs> but yeah, take a look uh, at some of the links down below and see what you can find. Um, but there's there's loads of lighting out there. And it just depends on what you're trying to achieve. The most basic lighting setup is called three-point lighting. Um, and I've got, like I say, a blog on my website, or you can go and check out the old video that I did about it as well. And uh, hopefully that will stand you in some good stead. But yeah, ring lights are great. I, I, I do like a good ring light. And um, I think for the price that they are, they, they helped out massively. Um, hello to uh, Connor Halsey. Oh, my word. Now, there's a blast from the past. Uh, who's joined us on Twitter. Um, I hope you are well, Connor. Um, excellent. Wow, blimey. Now, there's a name that I have not heard in a long time. Anyway, right, we've been going for 25 minutes, and I think we've covered off all the questions. Nobody else has come in with any other questions. And, um, yeah, I'm going to go off, finish my coffee, get a bit of work done, and um, I will catch you on Monday for another live broadcast. If you're brand new to this, um, please do hit the subscribe button on whatever channel you're watching on. And don't forget, once you've hit that subscribe button, how about you move your mouse or your thumb ever so slightly to one side and hit the share button as well. Share this content with your audience. Let them know that I um, exist. Let them know that there's a community here. Let them know they can ask questions about social media and video. And hopefully we can get more people come and join the community and get more questions coming in uh, on email or on the lives as well. Anyway, right, I'm going to disappear. Stay safe for the weekend. Enjoy it. It's going to be a glorious day. Um, I'm going to go off and do daddy daycare this afternoon. Max and I are going to the park, so that will be fun. Until Monday, though, stay safe and have a good one. Thanks for watching. Bye. This was a Perception Studios production.